Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. See Sparky Fiverr with you, other side of the glass, Dan Plucker, executive producer extraordinaire here with us. I just saw a piece of news come across from Shams Sharania, uh, NBA insider uh, for the Athletic and Stadium, uh, 11-year NBA veteran. Former Milwaukee Buck. He didn't put former Milwaukee Buck. I did. 11-year NBA veteran and former Milwaukee Buck Michael Beasley has agreed to play with the Portland Trailblazers at the Las Vegas Summer League in August. How about those apples? Michael Beasley trying to get back in the league going as far as wanting to play in the NBA Summer League, which is normally uh, just first and second year players. Normally that's what the Summer League is. And then occasionally you get some of these older guys uh, like Beasley that are trying to get jobs. Uh, in the NBA that might be out of work at that point, trying to prove uh, their worth again. So uh, good luck to uh, Michael Beasley. Right, so uh, coming up on today's madness, I, I want to continue to talk about, obviously, this this Bucks team a little bit uh, and ask you this question, uh, because it was one of the topics we had for the big show that just didn't make it, which is what what play are you looking at tonight to step up the most for you? Like, I don't know, you're, you want to call him an X-Factor or whatever, but what player are you looking at and going, this dude has to play well. This guy right here, he he's got to step up and and perform uh in order for this team, you know, to get that win. He's he's that one guy. I'll be honest with you, I, I've got a guy. I, I've got a guy. Now the obvious two obviously are Middleton and Holiday. And I think both of them got to get their 20 plus nights or 25 plus or whatever the case is going to be. But I got another guy that I've got my sights set on right now, who I want to see have a big night tonight at home, Pfizer form, 7.30 tip, whole deal. Um, so I want you to answer that question. But then I also got a second question I'm going to throw out there as well. I want to know, what have you all been doing for these Bucks games? Like, have you been staying at home and watching it at home on your couch? Have you been going out to a certain bar uh, then every time you go out to a certain place to watch the game, they win. Have you been consistently going down to the Deer District and trying to stand in the same spot? Like, what has been the plan of attack for Bucks fans watching this game to game? For me, it's been pretty much about watching it at home until about the third quarter, midway through the third quarter, then I get in my car and drive into the radio station 
uh, to do the Pick and Save basketball postgame show. So now I listen to Ted Davis for my you know 15 to 18-minute ride uh, into work, and then I watch the rest of it once I get into the radio station. So I have not been down to the Deer District. I have not been out at the bars to see what that experience is like. Uh, or out at a certain restaurant to watch the game. I haven't gone over by anybody's house necessarily to watch it as a group. The only group thing that I've done to this point was at a restaurant called E.T.'s in Rantoul, Illinois, where the travel baseball team and parents all watched it in kind of like a private area of a restaurant uh, together uh, last Friday night when Bart Winkler was filling in for me. That's where I was uh, watching the game. Now, uh, once we go on the road here again next week, I'll probably be in the same situation where the team will probably find somewhere to watch the games, and that's probably where I'll be watching the games. But locally here, when I'm here in town, I have not been able to get out to the Deer District or anything like that. So where have you guys been watching the games? Do you have any spots where you found that, hey, man, when I go to this place, they're like 4-0 this year. I'm going at night. Like I figured out a way to get in there and watch the game, uh, and maybe I can bring them some good luck. Uh, have you been regularly hitting the Deer District? And along with that, obviously, is who's that player you're looking at tonight to step up uh, and have a big-time game? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. Uh, I go to Dan Plucker, Mr. Uh, Weddings uh, guy here uh, in the summer of 2021. Every weekend, he's going to somebody else's wedding or in somebody else's wedding. So, your schedule has been all kinds of jacked up to this point. So how have you been kind of attacking Bucks games to this point? Um, well, let's see. I I watched the game in the Deer District, game four of the Nets uh, series. Were you and then, like on the plaza or were you like on a patio of a bar or upstairs of a bar? I was sitting over? in uh, the beer garden right next to the Mecca. And I oh. think it's like Uncle Bucks is yes. down there too. So I was sitting right Correct. like at a picnic table it. there. That's awesome. On game four. Game seven. Uh, I was actually at a wedding uh, watching most of the game on my phone, just kind of keeping track of it, uh, paying probably more attention to it than I should have as one of the groomsmen. Um, But then in the fourth quarter, uh, me and a bunch of other people went over to the bar that was attached to the reception hall, and we watched the game there. Oh, that's Uh, how that played out. Because you were concerned about that going in. And that was nuts. Like, we were going crazy. So how many of there were you? Probably 30, 35 Holy of us. cow. Like, not just groomsmen. You all just but... took off on the wedding reception and went to watch the game? Yeah, yeah. How was the bride with all of uh, this? I don't think she noticed. Really? <laughs> Which is good, yeah. Because it, it was a pretty big venue, so there was a lot of room where people were all kind of like hanging out in different rooms, right. and then there was the big dance floor. It was like an L-shaped room, too, so there was the dance floor, and then kind of the... Um, head table, and then where everybody was sitting. Oh. So you couldn't see necessarily everything. everything in the room. So there were a bunch of people out on the dance floor, and then there was a room behind that where the, like, the bar was um, without TVs, like, so just for the re- for the reception bar. And then around the corner was the actual bar like for the hotel that we were at with all the other that's patrons that were there. And that's where we were watching the fourth quarter of the game with a bunch of other Bucks fans. And, sh- yeah, I don't think the bride nor the groom noticed, which was good. Um, and then to start this series, I was uh, actually in the middle of nowhere in Colorado, about an hour and 15 minutes northeast of Denver, and I did not have cell signal, so I was not able to watch no game cell two. Where were you, in the yeah, mountains? Well, I had signal. I just didn't have uh, like data, strong enough data to watch the game, so I was right. tracking it like on uh, the GameCast sure. or whatever. Um, and then game three... 
uh, I was on a plane, actually. Oh, that's right. Uh, and uh, we were sitting on the tarmac for two hours waiting for our pilots to show up. And oh. I uh, watched the last quarter of the game on the plane while we were waiting and the first three quarters I was watching in the airport with low quality uh, viewing with great airport Wi-Fi. So that's kind of been my my Bucks path so far uh, in this in this series. You've watched in a lot more places than I have. I, I, I literally uh, it was that place uh, ETs and then we also were at uh, oh I, I take that back. I was at one other place and watched it with the team. We were at a Buffalo Wild Wings in were we in Iowa when I watched it? I think we were in Marion, Iowa. Uh, and we watched it at a Buffalo Wild Wings there. And that time we watched it and I think everybody left by like the third quarter, mid third quarter, because they were getting blown out, I want to say. Uh and everybody took off. But for the most part here. So that that's why I'm kind of interested. I mean we see thousands of fans down in the Deer District. I would assume some of those fans listen to the to twelve fifty AM the fan. I know these bars have been packed. I mean, all you have to do is listen to Rami's show uh, from three until six, and here he had no voice all of last week, uh, and didn't come back till over the weekend to know what that is like. And GA, who does Hot One Hundred Five Seven, who was just on our show uh, a couple of days ago, he lost his voice uh, the other day from being down there too. So I know there's a bunch of people partying. Now the question also is, you know, who has to have that that big game? Uh, at this point, or who you're looking at and expecting to have a big game, I got two people, two people who, who, that you know need to step up and have that game tonight. I think Drew Holiday is gonna show out. I mean, just have a game to where it's like, okay, we gave up our future for Drew Holiday. I'm feeling better about this, right? I'm I'm good. I'm good giving up all the picks we gave up. I'm okay, but I got a second guy too, Bryn Forbes, y'all. Bryn Forbes. Bryn Forbes has not had that game where he hits three, four, five threes and gets going really at all since they've been in the postseason. He's not had that game yet. Bryn Forbes is overdue for a game where he hits five or six threes and just is on fire and you can't stop him. He is overdue. I know he's streaky. I know he's hot and cold, but I'm telling you, this dude is overdue for a big, big game. I think it's tonight at home with the rowdy fans of Fiserv form, people going nuts, and he catches fire at home. And I think Drew Holiday is another one that goes off tonight. You'll see a Drew Holiday similar to what you saw when he scored 33 tonight. He's going to be hunting for shots tonight. He's going to get his shots. I, I, if I, if it was me. I would expect Drew Holiday to be somewhere between 17 and 20 shots tonight at least. And I would think Middleton will be at 20 or more shots tonight at least uh, in this basketball game. Now, do I expect them to take advantage of the post with Brooke Lopez or Bobby Portis or these guys? No, no. I don't expect that because that would mean Boonholzer would have to go back to something that was working earlier in this series that's something that he clearly does not believe in all that much. So I'm not really buying into that. Maybe it happens and I'll be pleasantly surprised and happy that he's actually doing it. But no, I'm not buying into that's going to happen. Am I buying into Brooke Lopez's minutes are going to get cut so Bobby Portis plays more? Uh, no, no, definitely uh, not buying into that either. Uh, am I buying into that Jordan Wara or any of these young guys are going to play a ton of minutes tonight? No, 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 not buying into that either. I don't think he's going to play the young guys. 
Would I like to see Jordan Wara get some run? Yes. Yes, I would. Do I think it's going to happen? No. It's going to be similar to what we've seen in the past. They're going to shoot a bunch of threes. And what I want to see that I think we could still see because it's going to be kind of one-on-one, I want to see Holiday Middleton be aggressive, go to the rim, get to the free throw line. You know, in a perfect world, if Holiday and Middleton each get to the free throw line around 10 times each in this basketball game and shoot a decent percentage, Bucks should win this game tonight. They really should. And if you turn around and you look at the Atlanta Hawks and go, all right, well, what about the Hawks? I mean, it's very simple. You just kind of got to have similar performances that you had last game. Lou Williams has to be feeling it. Gallinari, who's played well the last couple of games, he's got to continue to shoot the ball well for him. And then you need a couple of other guys to play well. So Cam Reddish, I think right now, for me at least, is kind of their X factor. You know, if he finds his offensive game and gets going, I don't really think that dude's that great of, is that great of an offensive player per se coming out of college. Uh, I think he's got some work to do. But if he gets it going a little bit on offense, that could be a problem, clearly, uh, in this game. The other part about this is without Giannis, and it's a big part of it, can the Bucs continue to do what they've done the last you know few games is take advantage and clean up those boards? Because without Giannis being there in you know, 12, 13 rebounds, whatever the case may be, do they lose the rebound battle and start giving Atlanta a lot of second chance opportunities? You can't have that happen either. You guys got they got to box out. They were doing a horrible job of boxing out the first half of that last game. Horrible. I mean, literally, guys were just damn near holding on to the waist of the Hawks player in front of them, watching them rebound the basketball. They weren't trying to fight for position. They were literally standing right behind him. I hope it goes over Capella's head so I can catch it. I hope it goes over this player's head so I can catch it. Guards have been doing a nice job crashing the boards for the Bucks. But the bigs have to continue to bang the boards, box out, and get rebounds. It has to happen. So, who needs to step up tonight and get a big game with Giannis out? And where have you been watching these Bucks playoff games? And have you found yourself being superstitious and wanting to go back to the same place multiple times? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The fans are getting ready for Bucks and Hawks. Game 5 tonight at 7.30. At Foster Forum. Welcome in. And it's Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. Pretty simple question. Who needs to step up tonight with Giannis out? And where are you watching the games? Maybe y'all aren't watching it anywhere. Maybe I got a fan base that sits at home and watches their games on their couch. Which is totally fine with me. I mean, y'all can sit at home and watch it on the couch. I, I, I know Plucker has talked about in the past that, you know, kind of analytic. Would rather stay at home and watch it versus being out and partying and so forth. Hosting. The biggest day basketball postgame show. I'll be back on the air uh, tonight once that game is done. It's a little bit different because I really have to pay attention to it. Like, really have to pay attention to it. It's too difficult. Two years ago, I was down at the Deer District uh, for a Bucks Raptors game. Um, actually, multiple Bucks Raptors games. And both times, I would have to leave at like midway through the third quarter or whatever, get in the car, and then drive back. Uh, to the radio station, to the post-game show, and it's tougher because you, you, you're you there, you're focusing, you're watching, you're trying to pay attention to watching the replay and seeing what's happening, but you really can't hear the announcers and, and what they're saying. And when you're doing a talk show, sometimes you riff off of you know what they say at halftime or riff off of what they something that they say in the game or whatever the case may be. And you really can't do that as much 
uh, when you're at a bar partying or whatever. Like when I used to be down doing the uh, the green and gold Packer bar, the green and gold parties, Packer parties, whatever you want to call them, um, at the Mecca Sports Bar and Grill down there. Same thing. Like I'd be down there, we'd do the whole three hour game or whatever, and I would have to record the game at home before I came in here and do Big Show the next day, so I could go back and literally like focus and then watch the game again. Especially when you're in a place where there's drinking and alcohol and people are partying. Hey, Sparky, this. Hey, Sparky, that. You just you can't focus as much. I will also say that when we talk about that Deer District um, and just how crazy that gets, if you've not been down there, and I'm not saying to bring kids down there because I, 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 I mean, you were down there already this year. I haven't been, I was down there again a couple of years ago. I'm not quite sure it's the most kid friendly thing to bring kids down to be in that fray. If you know, you have kids that are under the age of, I don't know, 10, I probably wouldn't do it. Um, but older kids, you know, go do it once. That's all I'm going to tell you. Just, just go experience it once. And you could say, well, Giannis is going to be here for a few more years. I'll wait. That's fine. You can wait. But I think Plucker would, would, would agree with me on this. It's something you're never going to forget once you've experienced it. Once you're down there, and they've added a third TV down there, I believe now too. Once you're down there and you've experienced it, you're going to tell stories about that whole experience, that whole game you were down there for, what happened in the game, conversations that were happening around you, what parking was like, what you did before and after the game. Like That memory, you're always going to have that memory. And yes, I know, people have to work tomorrow. I understand. But trust me when I tell you, it's worth it to go down there and check that out. There's going to be a lot of people. You're going to be shoulder to shoulder and all of that. But it's an experience that you're always going to remember. It's just something that you're always going to have. Just like if you have tickets and you go to one of these playoff games, same thing. It's going to be something you're never going to forget. It's, It's to that level. I always... Tell people too, when we start talking about experiences and things that you should do at some point. Now, for me, years ago, it was Brewer Spring Training because back before they did all this stuff uh, down there at Maryville, before they did all this stuff and redid everything, they would have these. It was a parking lot, and you have the stadium on one side, and then on the other side was kind of like the minor league complex, which was much different than a lot of places where. A lot of places, the major league complex was in one area, especially in Florida, and then you would have to drive 45 minutes or an hour or whatever to get to their minor league complex. So it was never together. Well, with the Brewers for so long, it was separated by a parking lot. So back in the day when Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun and Corey Hardy and Hardy and those guys, when they would come from you know working out in the minor league side early in the morning, because that's where they would all work out in the morning, and they would all be separated on different fields doing drills or whatever— and then they would walk back over to the Major League Clubhouse to get changed or to get their stuff and then go do a workout on the Major League field. They would walk from one to the other and would walk through the parking lot and there was only one way to get over there. And to their credit, they didn't try to like hop in a car to drive across to avoid the crowd. They would literally walk across the, the parking lot and you'd have a crowd of people around Braun and Fielder and they would sign autographs the whole time walking all the way across for everybody. And you'd get that personal interaction. And they would have bleachers. I don't know how I got into this whole spring training story, but it's still a cool story. You'd have like 
I think like softball bleachers type deal, right? Behind like a field. And you literally at like eight o'clock in the morning and there was never a bunch of people there, but those that were there, it was free. You just walk in and they'd let you sit there and listen. And you'd hear the conversations between these players talking amongst themselves with the coach and whatever drills they were working on. They were giving each other a hard time or whatever they were talking about from the night previous. You could hear all of it because you were literally right behind the backstop like you were watching your buddy's softball game. You were literally that close. And then as they would change fields, same thing. And then you'd have some other group of players come in front of you or you could just follow that group over to another field. It was the best. It was amazing, that whole spring training experience. Now, I have not been back down there since they redid all of this. So I'm guessing most of that has probably been eliminated. Um, and now it's more privacy for the players. You probably don't get that same fan experience uh, in the mornings before games anymore. And all of that probably has been eliminated is my guess. But I've not been down there uh, to experience it uh, in a while. But anyways, the question on the table uh, is a simple one. Uh, and that is, you know, talking about this Bucks game tonight. Simple. Who needs to step up tonight with Giannis out uh, and a, a couple of answers coming in. Brewers fan, I, I like when this happens. Brewers fan on Twitter thinks he or she, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, he or she uh, knows the correct answer and everybody else knows the same as them, which is it's pretty obvious as far as the answer. I think we'd all agree. Well, tell me, clue me in, Brewer fan. What's so obvious? Tell me what it is. So you think it's Bryn Forbes too? You you must, you, you agree it's Bryn Forbes. Or is it Drew Holiday? Chris Middleton, if, if that's who you're referring to in this game tonight, I, I don't expect Middleton to play bad. Middleton hasn't played bad at home in the playoffs most of the time. Most of the time, I think they're all the whole playoffs. I'd have to go back and look at his home numbers, but I'm pretty sure Middleton has played well at home. So I'm not looking at Middleton to step up at home. When we get on the road in Atlanta in game six, then I would agree with you. Yeah, step up. Have a good game on the road for once. Then I'm with you. At home, I don't worry about Chris Middleton at home. I have no concerns about Middleton going into tonight's game. Absolutely none. Zero zilch. Holiday, that's who I want to step up. And Forbes, that's the other one that I want to see step up uh, coming up tonight. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Well, now is the time. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. with the stress-free lifestyle, put the windows down, turn up the radio, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated. They get very personal to keep drivers moving. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. They're looking for full-time independent contractors. Join the Young Express team today. You can drive locally, nationally, regionally. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success. Drives them. All right. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Live from the Lakeland University Studios, a leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Rami's show coming up uh, about one half hour from right now. He'll take you up till 6 o'clock. And then tonight, we have lots going on tonight, right? So the Brewers are in Pittsburgh tonight. Now, it looks like it's going to be raining. 60% chance of rain for the first couple hours of that game. And then after that, it clears out. So they'll get the game in. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take because of rain delays. Uh, and then we will have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin 
Post-game show with the franchise Tim Allen, driven by Great Lakes Dragway down in Union Grove. And then we'll also have the Pick and Save Basketball post-game show after the Bucks and Hawks get done in Game 5. So lots going on tonight on uh, The Fan. Looking forward to, to talking about all of that stuff. Speaking of the franchise uh, Tim Allen, we got into a whole big conversation with him today because he's normally on Friday mornings with us on the Wendy's Big Show at 10.30. Uh, and today we had him on because we know tomorrow is going to be all reaction to tonight's Bucks game, obviously. So we had him on, and before he came on, you know, there was some breaking news that Dan Plucker had, which was uh, that it appears that Oneida Casino is going to be getting a sports book. Now, they have to get through the federal phase of this. That could take you know, 45 days. But once it gets to that point, from previous experience, <laughs> being involved in places, trying to become casinos and so forth, normally once it gets to that point, it gets approved and you should be good to go. Yeah, Evers, Governor Evers, apparently has already signed off on it. So it looks like Oneida will be having a sports book for legalized uh, sports gambling, and they're hoping to have it open uh, before kickoff of week one uh, for the Packers, obviously. And Tim Allen, if you don't know, uh, is a huge, huge Las Vegas guy. Huge Vegas guy. Loves his casinos, loves his sports books, loves being there on an NFL Sunday uh, to gamble. He even loves going in the dead of summer. In fact, he's going to be going here. Uh, I think, is he going, he's going right out. He's going during the All-Star break and then that first weekend uh, after the All-Star break, I believe it's when he's going to be in Vegas. So, uh, all about gambling. Uh, if you've listened to Tim on on the air here on The Fan over the last several years, you've heard him lobby hard for legalized sports gambling in Wisconsin. Uh, and obviously to this point, it has not happened. So we brought up the breaking news to Tim Allen when he joined Gary Leroy and myself on the Wendy's Big Show. I did not. Oh, oh. Um, are you? Oh. You may want to sit down. <laughs> no, see, guys, I, you know, again, I'm trying to get my whole life together here. But oh, yeah, I was about so to sit nice. down before my three-hour nap today to do a little uh, update on the sports world. So lay it on me. Oh, it's good news. You're going to be very excited. But if you pass out, I don't want you to hurt yourself. So uh, apparently. Word has, via press release, and this was written earlier, uh, read earlier by Dan Plucka. Dan Plucker. Plucka. 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 Uh, the Oneida Plucka, Casino, Plucka. Uh, the Oneida Casino is proud to announce it is one step closer to bringing legalized sports wagering to Wisconsin. Among the first tribal nation to successfully execute a gaming compact amendment to permit sports wagering. So Evers is on board with it. They are hoping to have their sports book open and operational by the kickoff of the NFL season. That is the, that is beautiful. The, I mean, how many shows have I done I on, on this show, on this station, on these stations right. across the state? The next step Why for, in the world can we not gamble on sports in this state when it could provide a ton of revenue? Right. The how next get that steps, tree? The next steps for Oneida and the state are to seek approval of the compact amendment from the U.S. Department of of interior, which could take up to 45 days. So it's pretty much done. Hypocrite. So you know, we're talking they're, 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 about sports books in Green Bay where the Packers play being up and operational. And now you got to think Potawatomi, uh, Island Resort and Casino, uh, who is with us here on the big show. All, all of these now have to be running to Evers going, hey, we want in too. If you're going to allow them in, we also want sports books. Yeah, and that's uh, that's probably going to going to be the debate. Um, you know, again, this is gambling, and I understand that, uh, you know, a lot of people have this uh, good heart in them, and they go down and they play bingo to win a $500 jackpot to help out the uh, church. Just you know, don't yell out bingo if you don't have it. Jim, that's the only <laughs> problem I have. Don't yell it out if you don't like have that, it. Though. Yeah. 
we're going for the 500. That's what we're going for. I mean, it's it's nothing that we haven't been done. We can buy lottery tickets, so let's let's bet on a ball game. Still not as fun as the Kino Lounge. Uh, okay, Tim. So we have you on, obviously, talk about the Brewers like we do every week. But before we get into that, you you are all over the Bucks doing post game shows with me uh, as well uh, in Milwaukee after games on 12:50 a.m. The fan. Uh, your thoughts going into tonight? We've been asking, you know, what does this Bucks team have to do to win tonight against Atlanta at Pfizer Forum in a series tied at two? You heard, you heard Drew Holiday talk about it. It's the start of the game. I mean, I am, I am laser focused on the first six minutes of tonight's game, and and that's going to tell a big story because you know I'm going to lose my mind again if if that occurs. So, you know, I got to buckle in a little bit because. This this is for everything here. I mean, this 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 puts them back in the driver's seat. Uh, they're tied to two, in in a manner of speaking, kind of in the driver's seat now a little bit. I would lean toward the Bucks here, but man, they they got to come out and muscle their 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 might here and in, in this game. And and so if if they fall back and turn the ball over a few times in the first couple of minutes, a bunch of bad shots, not a lot of ball movement, they don't go inside, and they're down twelve. After about six minutes of play, look out. Uh, and tonight, the Brewers actually do play uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, that game's in Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, uh, there's a flash flood advisory uh, going on in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you um, stay away from that. Climate change. Uh, never, it always rains in Pittsburgh, whatever they go. But the good news uh, is... I had a nickel every time I waited out a rain delay in Pittsburgh. Right. I'd have a lot more money. So it's looking every, like every year. the first two hours could be rain-filled with about 60% chance of rain. But then after that, by about 8 o'clock uh, Pittsburgh time, it drops all the way down to 30%. So I think the game gets in. Okay, you may well. just have to wait it out. Yeah, probably a rain delay, and I would suspect maybe right as you get off the air with the Bucks post, I'll jump right on. <laughs> right about midnight. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, been there, done that, did that. I yeah, mean, you have. Yeah, that's that's kind of – but you know what? But how about these guys, But man? But you They're know what? It's, it's great. Listen, Tim, I, and I know everybody is – Moaning about not winning a championship. We have one, one. We want to parade. Now, I, I'm just telling you, and I get it. I want to win a championship too, but I just feel like people just don't. We had people call in uh, last week from, was that from Atlanta? And they talked about their situation, about the last time that they won a championship. And we think that we got it bad and we moaning about we'd never won. Look at, look at Atlanta, that city. They got what last time they had one was was that that baseball team, Timmy? 1995, I think. Yep, Braves in '95. But uh, Gary, I think the talent level across the board, though, uh, amongst the two states, I think has been higher here, though. I do. With well, no, well, you could say that that Braves team that could have been. Now, if Steve was doing talk radio back in the day here, Steve would have said that Braves team should have won by seven world championships. They only got one. Damn well, right, won they like should have. 12 division. They, right. I agree. They should have won more than one. Right. Uh, they won like 11. What was it, 11 or so consecutive division titles? You got I mean, three Hall of Fame right starters. And then if you look at the, 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 the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, they were up by 30 points against, what was that, New England, and then that, that just got all jacked up. The Hawks, the Hawks have, the Rogers. Hawks hadn't been relative since when? Dominique Wilkins. They don't have a guy named 
Favre. They don't have a guy named Yelich. They don't have a guy named Nothing. Giannis. I mean, Julio Jones. Yeah, it's cool. You, you know, when you're going to compare Matt Ryan. I mean, no, no, they, we can't go there. I, I just now baseball. Yes, I agree. But the other sports, I don't know. I, I think, I think the talent bar is higher here. Uh, let's get to something that I care about. What you care about, Leroy? Willie Adonis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I tried to tell you, boys, this is a star. Uh, thanks to Mike Vasalis. I hope I get his name right. No, that's, that's my not guy. His, that's not his name. That's close enough no, it's with not. the Brewers. You want, his, you want his family. Make sure you put some respect on Well, him. we'll get him in. As long as he keep getting us. What's his name, uh, Tim? Repeat his Vasalo, name. Vasalo. What his name is? Uh, Steve, you know Mike his name. Vasalo. I like Vasalid. We can Vasalid. go with no, uh, don't do that. Mike Vassalid? No, I always no, no. reach out to him when I need something positive. And I said, what's the record for the Brewers when uh, since uh, Willie got here? 27 10. I'm not going to even bring up the Grand Slam. And think, that's the energy you need. But Luis Urias, this guy is not about the size of Steve with this kind of power. I don't even think people know nationally that this team is in first place. Because you know what they're thinking? Milwaukee always wait for a shoe to drop, Gary. They're going to lose to Pittsburgh. That's what I saw people well, I putting mean, up. You, I just shook my if head. If you ask Tim Allen, he'll tell you right now, here's what this team needs. No, he's he not going to do that. Oh, yeah. He, he ain't happy with what we got oh, right now. Oh, stop. Tim is a lot like Steve. They're both no, almost one of the same kind of people. He's yep. trying to build the perfect team. Steve, uh, Tim, uh, tell Leroy what this team needs to get to the World Series. Yeah, they're going to have to have another arm in that bullpen oh for sure. They right, they need they need right. a lockdown seventh right. eighth inning guy. Right, they Gary. they do throw That's him in the mix. And they, they need Ryan Braun coming back. And and right oh around now, God. we're July first. Now we're going to start hearing the uh, rumors start to leak out about Braun. Ain't no rumors. Coming Stop. Back. The team right, hold is on. So Tim says they need a they need a pitcher. Oh do they need a bat too, Steve? I mean oh Tim or no? They said Braun. They, they do. They need they a bat. Do. Okay. And, and Third base, first Urias, base, yada, yada. Leroy, I'm with you on uh, Urias. We're starting to see what they saw in his offensive skills. Exactly. We are. And but at the same time, uh, Brewer fans that are you know 17 layers in, they're always going to look at Trent Grisham. And uh, ironically, about the time we're talking about Urias doing doing some damage here. Trent Grissom hits a grand slam yesterday as a multi-homer game. He's hitting 285 for the season. His on-base is 363. He's one hell of a baseball player. And but that's just the that's just layers into that. You know, when we look at Luis Urias, we should be more selfish and patient and and just focus on him. But it's tough. It's tough to com- not to compare. So you mean to tell me you would take? Trent Grisham, who I like, by the way, because he didn't wear gloves, old school. In a second. Those good numbers, and his team is in third, then you'd rather have Luis Urias and his team in first. I would would make that deal today. I would trade Urias for Grisham. Not that reason. We're splitting hairs at a high level, guys. That's a higher level. Uh, hair split there. No, I don't think it is yeah, a high-level hair split. He's a significantly better baseball player than Luis hey. Urias offensively. Oh, stop. And defensively, yeah. Urias isn't as good as I thought he was going to be. Hey, I want to – can I talk something real important here that I, that I just learned? We've How got 90 we, seconds. Go ahead. Here, Leroy, you know what I just learned about these two jokers the other day? I heard it on Learn. radio. I heard it on radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I did not know Steve Sparky Pfeiffer dated uh, Timmy's sister. Did Allegedly. Not. 
Allegedly. Did not. Did not. Allegedly. Swapped her out when we That's got a, to the prom. Fully convoluted. Swapped her out. And, and, Allegedly. Yeah, it was a scam. It, it, I what never dated mean? his sister. She was going with somebody else, a buddy of mine. Uh, who Tim told me he was the only child. was a little edgy. Uh-huh. So I, they knew me, uh-huh. so I acted like I was going with her. But in reality, I was going with somebody else, and she was going with my buddy, and we all went to my well, high school prom. Y'all white people prom. love to date each other. I don't understand this That's stuff, really man. what that was all about. Black yeah. folks don't do that. Swapped her off. Yeah, because I was, I was a lot easier to get along with. I'm keeping her to myself. Yeah. And that's the guy who ended up not being a far fan and jumped ship and wore the Jets hats and oh, all the other stuff. Oh, that guy. Same yep. guy. Oh, my God. That man, guy. go to break on that. Tim, thank my you very much. My sister from seeing him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. His parents did finally step in. They had enough of them, and that was the end of it. It's so, I'm still friends with him to this day. Uh, he's a good dude. He's got a couple kids now, married. Life is good for him. She's married. Uh, hit Tim's sister, and she's a great person. Super, super smart, too. She was an architect, I want to say, at one point down in Chicago, his sister. Uh, really super smart. Uh, so, yeah. So, there you go. There is Tim Allen from earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. Rami walked in while that was playing. You've heard that before, right? I have. But one thing just just struck me. All the times <laughs> I've heard that story, one yeah. thing just struck me. That was like done in like 60 seconds, Yeah, that I've story. heard that story so many times. Right. Um, you were the safe option. Like, what was wrong with this dude? That they were okay with you taking her to, think, to the prom. I think you've met him. I'm I have. pretty sure you've met him a couple of times where he's come to our things when we've been out about. Yeah, he... Um, it wasn't as much, uh, kind of, I, I was more quiet. This, again, uh, yeah, I, I was, yeah, I, I was so quiet. You that's don't understand. Sparky, I know. Right. That's what you don't know. You don't know me before this. So prior to Tim Allen and his cousin Johnny, I was shy and really didn't talk all that much. Not like, like not like through grade school like and all that really did not talk all that much. So I was not going to be the person to lip off. My buddy, on the other hand, uh, was a little bit more lip, well, a lot more lippy than I was. So uh, a family- those troublemakers? uh, No, 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 not about loud mouth, but- those hooligans? Right. So, you know, family dinner, him, me, they already knew me because her and I were in band together and I would go over there all the time. So they already knew me and his parents liked me a lot. You're nerdy. Obviously. Yes. Correct. Well, to a degree, probably, yeah. Um, Yeah. There are some stories yeah. from back then. Good God. Let's do it next. No. It's no. Sparky's Midday Madness. No, we're not doing it. We are not doing it next. Uh, but yeah, those were good times. Yeah, his mom and dad, the best. All right, take a quick time out. Come back. We'll hear what's coming up on Rami's show from 3 to 6. He's going to tell us all about his personal life oh, next yeah. here on, well, will it be a long story or a short story? We'll find out next. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Rami Makloff here awaiting the Rami show coming up next at 3 o'clock. Lamont on the northwest side is there. You're next on the fan. What's up, Lamont? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Listen, uh, if I can have maybe two minutes of you guys' time. Sure. This, this buff series should not even be where it needs to be at right now. It should not be tied to this. This series is so frustrating. The reason why it's so frustrating, guys, is because you you, you have a team that should, that is clearly, clearly head above shoulders above the Atlanta Hawks. Um the only reason why the Hawks is in this game, in this series, is because, in my opinion, the lack of preparation and the coaching. We've been through this every single year. I mean, Wisconsin is starved for some type of championship for, for, for some sports team. And for us to be at the 
threshold of taking a bulldog hold on this series. And these players come out the way they come out. For me, um, that's a lack of preparation. That's that's on the players, but that's definitely on the coach as well. I mean, I'm so tired of hearing every time you ask Bud a question. Uh, we got to execute. We got to do this. We got to do it a little bit better. Sounds like Mike McCarthy. We got to clean it up. Like, I mean, come on. Like, what else do we have to do to understand that the only way the Bucks should be winning this series or should have this series over is, that, is because you have to take advantage of your strength. Your strength is on the inside. Yep. You have to pound the ball inside. Yep. Stop shooting all these jump shots, yeah. play in and outside basketball, pound the ball on the inside, get their bigs in foul trouble. And then you operate from inside out. Well, the other I, thing, the up. other thing that's happening, Lamont, is Atlanta's killing you on the mid-range jumpers right now. Absolutely exactly. killing you. these these floaters and, and, and these fifteen-foot jump shots that they're taking. They're hitting them at a high percentage right now, and you've done nothing to try and eliminate that. But guess what, though? The reason why they're doing that, I don't know if that was Sparky or the other guy. Sparky. The only reason why they're the Sparky. The only reason why that's happening is because Nate McMillan knows that Brooke Lopez can't guard a, a caged dog. So he's going to put him in. He's going to put him in a situation where he has to think, and we know he's right. slow footed. He's slow footed. So you're going to have to figure out. Okay, if it's a floater, is it mid range, is this, is that? You have to watch out for the lob. We got to have somebody else in there that's mobile enough, agile enough, like Bobby Portis. Yeah, but the problem, though, Lamont, is Bobby Portis isn't a shot blocker, so you lose a rim protector if you don't have Brooke Lopez yeah, in man, the game. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez is their only good rim protector other than Giannis, man. You you have to have him out there for a certain a certain amount of time during the game. But if you have him out there, yes, you're taking away from those things. But if you have him out there, he has to be good for something else on the offensive end. Why in the heck are you consistently throughout this entire series – Shooting three-point shot. I've seen Brooke Lopez post up two times right. this entire series. But Lamont, that's this what it's been through Boonholzer's entire run of coach. Regular season, yeah. postseason, like, that's what it's been. In the second half this year, they let they let Brooke work inside more than they've ever have let him work inside. And we all thought, foolishly, that come the playoffs, oh boy, here we go, a breakthrough. Bud's going to let him play in the block, uh, on the low block, and it's not happening. You're 100% right. Thanks for the call. But this Brooke Lopez shooting threes and all this other crap that we're seeing, We've seen this forever since Budenholzer has been here. Forever. And it's not going to change. Yeah, but it's not it's what just we saw not. in the regular season, especially it, the second half of the regular season. Right, with Brooke. I was on that station in Atlanta. I don't, I think, I don't know if you were here when I said this or not, but on a station in Atlanta uh, yesterday, the day before, and they brought up, it was before, it was before the Giannis Hurt game. So it was Tuesday afternoon. I'm there, and I was talking about butt, and they were laughing at me, laughing and they're like, we feel your pain, man. We had him in Atlanta. We know. And then they bring up them playing LeBron in the playoffs and said that everybody was screaming and yelling to let Millsap play on the black and play in the post. He goes, he refused, wouldn't do it. Instead, told Corver to throw up like 15 threes a game instead, and Hawks fans were beyond livid with him. So this isn't something new with Bud. Bud isn't a low post in the block play guy. Bud wants to jack up 100 threes a game. That's what he believes. Their advanced analytics department, they believe in the 3 2. That's probably part of the reason they weren't down with Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd teams didn't shoot a lot of threes. They wanted them to shoot threes because Golden State won a title or two by shooting a lot of threes. 
pay no attention that they have Steph Curry, but it worked for them. So let's copy and I, be copied. And I believe in the threes too. And and, and threes and, more than two. Take and, the three. And the analytics say what they say, and 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 there there isn't really any arguing with it. It's it's the more it's it's the more effective shot. But when it's not falling, it's not falling, Sparky. And for the vast majority of the playoffs, it has not been falling. And when you get to the playoffs, like if you if you want to say this is our DNA. This is who we are. We're not going to change course during the regular season because you want to program your team to be ready for the playoffs. All right. But once the playoffs start, it's about finding any way that you can to win that night's basketball game. That's it, what it should be. It, that's 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 how that's how you that's how you run. That's how you play in the NBA playoffs. If something mm-hmm. isn't working, you, you don't just keep on doing the same right. damn thing, man. Yes. If shots start to fall. Great. Shots start to fall. And then you go back to who you are. But before game four, they were outscoring the Hawks in the paint on average by more than 20 points a game. Yep. And then more than half their shots in the first half of game four are three-pointers. Correct. 22 of their 40 field goal attempts were three-pointers. People blown on my phone. My response to all of them was, typical bud, typical bud, typical bud, typical bud. Like, that's all I kept telling people on my phone. This is who this dude is. And... You know, we can talk about, oh, it's the players, it's not the coaches. Well, yeah, it no, is. It, Part either, of it is the coaching. Sparky, either Part of way, it is. Either way, if this is not what he's drawing up, this is not what he's telling them to do, they're just not following marching orders, then that's on him too. No, no. Gar- no. Gary earlier in the big show said NBA players don't really follow what the coaches say. Basketball players in general don't really follow what the coaching says. That you just got to let them do what, what 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 they do within the flow of the game. Yeah, the best coaches are leaders and and and, and master motivators. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that, then so is good Bud luck either with, one? No, doesn't seem to be. Okay, uh, what's coming up on your show Did today? Do you want to talk to Plucker about I will, something? But okay. tease your show first. Coming up on the show this afternoon, yeah. Sparky. I want to know. And and Lamont kind of got the ball rolling right there. I want to ask how how do they win tonight without Giannis? And I got some. I got some thoughts on on what they need to do out there. We're going to talk about that right out of the gates. At 3.30, let me ask you this real quick. Is this NL Central race over? No. It's not? You don't think so? It's three months left. Six games is – you can make up six games in three months. I I think it's going to be harder for Chicago to make up because of how good the Brewers' starting pitching is. So to expect them to go on a 10- or 12-game losing streak probably is is probably not going to happen in order for them to make up the the ground Um, if – Milwaukee gets an impact bat at the deadline that can be a three, four, five guy, then it may be over. But I don't think it's over yet. All right. We'll get to that at 3 30. Talent on that Cubs team. For now. Uh at four o'clock, Ryan McDonough, former NBA GM, Odyssey NBA insider. You've heard him on the Wendy's. Suns show. fan. Don't he's ask gonna, him about the he's finals. Join us at four We're o'clock. not having him on during the finals. <laughs> Why not? Because he said, Why not? the last time we talked to him last so week, what? he said, probably don't want to have me on during the finals if it's the Suns because I'm going to be very biased. Okay, Fair enough. fine. We're then, biased. Then we won't. Let's all be biased. Let's all be mm. biased and join together and be civilized about it. And also, uh, Kane Pittman will join me at uh, at 5 o'clock. And more Bucks talk there in the 4 o'clock hour after we talk with Ryan McDonough. How much better do you feel today? That's the question I'm going to ask Bucks fans in the 4 o'clock hour with this whole Giannis I feel situation. better that we don't lose him for next season, which raises the chances of Bud getting fired. Um, because I said that I didn't think they would fire Bud if all of next season was lost because of Giannis. Anyhow, why would you put a new coach in that situation? Just play out the last year of Bud's deal. It's been fun. We're out. And bring a new coach in. But now that he's healthy and he's going to be back for next season – and next I mean, season even, now even does if it matter. Was, and it's not, but so I think I can say this now. Even if it was a torn ACL, Giannis would be back by like all star break next year. 
No, it would have been April, Rami. Nine months. We counted it out. Yeah, it's a lot April. of these guys are coming back in like six, seven months now. And you but know Giannis not, is going to push it. Who are these guys? A lot of these should, guys. What guys? A Football guys. players or basketball players that slash for a living? Both. Mm, I don't know about a basketball player that does what Giannis does for a living. That's a lot of a lot of credit. Now, thankfully, that didn't happen. Uh, so we'll go from there. I woke up in a generally sunnier, like ge- like genuinely, like seriously oh. sunnier disposition today than I did yesterday. I was in a bad place yesterday. Did you have a date for tonight or I, something? Did you get set up? Is that why you're so happy? No, just I. the, the news on Giannis was so good. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about my personal uh, life. Dr. Uh, Michael D. Gordon, uh-huh. former Bucks doctor, uh-huh. joined us on the big show. You may want to play that back. It's like three or four minutes long. Uh, and he goes in-depth on this Giannis injury and everything that goes along with it. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. Three or four minutes All long. Right. It's pretty good. Sounds good. Dan Plucker, uh, you got some news other side of the glass. Now, again, this does not pertain to the Bucks, Brewers, or anything else, but just some news going along. Uh, college, because now, as of today, people can start making, athletes can now start making money in college. Now, one of the things that was floated out by Andrew Brandt was that what he's hearing is a lot of these top schools, the flagship radio stations for these top schools are going to pay the top five kids on these football teams twenty-five grand a year nice. to do weekly hits during the football season. That's I a quote lot for I, a weekly hit is college football. Like, are you drawing that that kind of listeners? Wow. With a player doing you a thinking like hit? Rami, Alabama, There's LSU. There's no pro teams. I Michigan mean, LSU has no or ones. anything else to do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. all about Georgia, college sports Arkansas. There. Like, all yeah. those teams are definitely bringing in Think that about much basketball. God, so like, Duke basketball? Yeah, so Duke, UNC. See, basketball? Like I'm so glad I live in a place where we have real sports. So you don't have about. to talk about college sports. But I quote tweeted that, and I said, there's no way this happens at Wisconsin. There's no chance. They're not. Nobody is paying a college kid twenty five grand a year. No, yeah. maybe fifteen. Mm. Wait, is it a year or a week? A year. Oh, okay. That's that makes more sense. I I must have misread it when I first. I thought it was twenty five grand, like per hit. That's per like week. That's like ten ten hits. Yeah, for twenty five grand. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's, that's a good, lot that's of great for college them. kid. Yeah. Hell that's, yeah. That's, oh, that's great for them guys. That's more money than the average Packer gets for doing phone hits in the state. Yeah. Like. That's, that's a lot of damn right. money. Yeah. But again, I th- they have to be talking SEC country. Like that's that's the kind of people that will oh, shell out the money here. Sure. Like in in Wisconsin, Texas, I doubt that like Graham Mertz or any Badger would Texas, get that much money. Texas is going to pay that money. Oh, USC, for sure. UCLA, Oklahoma. Yes. Oh yeah. No question. And so the rich are going to keep getting richer, and that kind of brings us to this uh, seven footer Kofi Coburn, who was at Illinois last year. Love him. His name is in the NBA draft. He was a second team All American, a first team All. Big Ten player, averaged 17.7 points and nine and a half rebounds. He's a traditional like 1990s style. Not center. only is his name in the draft, it is now also in the transfer portal. That means he's not going to the draft. He's, so if if he's leaving Illinois, which Marquette. is already a big school as of itself, Come no, on, he's gonna be going even bigger. He's gonna go UNC, on, Duke. Oklahoma, Texas, Michigan, and that's what we're gonna keep seeing. We're Michigan. gonna we're Did I gonna slid see Michigan in at the end. Ohio State, sure, but the rich <laughs> the rich are gonna keep getting richer in these scenarios. That's hey, what uh, all of this is going to wind up being for every sport. If they, like imagine John Morant, yeah. Morant was in the middle of nowhere playing for Morehead State, was it right? Yeah, and then that like he, he started getting famous around like that one year. His next year, if he wouldn't have gone to the NBA. Imagine. No, it wasn't more. Duke. State. That's not where Trevor Murray was. I'm not sure. No, I remember. It, um, it no, was. No, no. I don't remember it. But it was. Uh, but he could have gone to Duke, UNC, right? 
like any of those other big oh, schools the and totally sure. made himself a bunch of money. And I think we're going to see a lot of that going forward. I got to bring this up real quick here. He since you brought up, since you brought up college basketball, did you see that Penny Hardaway pulled his name out of the running for the Orlando Magic job? Yeah. Did you see Penny Hardaway has hired a new assistant coach at Orla- in, yeah. in Memphis? Did you see who he hired, Rami? No, I did not. He hired Larry Brown. Did he really? Larry Brown's got to be 90. He's so old. He's got to be like 90. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, Don't he's got to be 80s? Don't be an ageist. That, I mean, that's a great hire. I love that hire for Penny Hardaway. It was Murray State. He is 80. Murray State. Murray State. State. That's you, much yeah. better, yeah. He's 80. Larry 80. Brown is. Right. So he's coming in assistant to Penny Hardaway. I've not talked to John Hammond. All I'm going to say is, John, you blew it by not hiring Penny Hardaway. You really did. He didn't want to be there. It was the easiest hire. They said he interviewed and that he they were so impressed. They thought it was just gonna be token final interview and to shut everybody up fine. And then they interviewed him and went for four hours and that they came away really impressed. I don't know who they're gonna hire, but I tell you this much, whoever it is is not gonna have the type of enthusiasm from the fan base built around that hire that you could have had no, with Penny no. and Lil Penny. Lil Penny would have had a Back. For sure. Little Penny would have been wearing suits on the yes! sideline. Yeah, it would have been oh, great. Oh, yeah. man. That would great. I don't care how good or bad he would have been. That would have been good for the magic, for publicity and everything else. For sure. Oh, my God. I love this NCAA thing, by the way. I'm not going to have time to talk about this on my show. Um, I love it. Don't. It's, it's, it's a, this is a great day for college sports. I mean, it might be the beginning of the end of college sports, but it's a great day for college no, sports. No, but it's going to screw, you know, Wisconsin, Northwestern. Yeah, if, Minnesota. If the system, I mean, it's going to screw those D one schools that don't want to spend the money. We don't. The Badgers don't even spend money on their assistant coaches. That's why they lose everybody. So now I got to compete spending money to pay players. Oh my God! There's no chance that's happening here. If the system None. can't sustain it, then the system was never meant to be in the first place. So you're saying this will. F- fail eventually, and then they'll go back to not paying players? No. I'm I don't saying, think you can go backwards once you go to this no, point. No, no, it's never going backwards. Now it no, is what it is. It's all done now. I'm, I'm saying eventually this will be this will be the breaking up of the NCAA and amateur sports do you as think, we know it. Do you think it'll get to the point where they tell these college kids, you can have a scholarship or you can choose to get paid? No, I don't think they can do that. Because you could have went that route and said, okay, you're the top quarterback in the country. Do you want a scholarship? Or you pay for your education, but you can get as much endorsement money as you want. Which one do you want? Give me the endorsement money. I think I'll most would go that way. Yeah. I think most would go that way, yes. Uh, okay, Rami. So have fun on your show coming up here. You know I three. will. You know I will. You have fun every day. I do. Weekdays, 3 to 6. Bart's show was good till about 9 o'clock today. Something what? happened after that. Uh, coming up next, it is the Rami show. Did you hear Bart's show today? I was on it, dude. Did you hear him? No, no. Before you were on it. Did you hear him try to go inside Bootenholzer's brain? Oh, I heard about it. I did not hear it, though, no. I was laughing. But Mike on the South Side was the, the smash hit of that show. Had me crying. I was laughing so hard earlier today when he called into Mike's the show. Mike's the smash hit of every show he calls into. It was amazing. Love that, dude. Uh, all right, Robbie's up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.